Hi guys, it's me, Tom. I'm on my own. Uh, we, we 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 tried recording this a bit earlier on today, me and Barry, but um, I handed over the episode to Alex, and uh, she says it's not working properly, and basically it's recorded twice. So if you want to hear four different conversations going on at once, I can send you the audio of it, but it's uh, it's not very good. So um. Barry's a bit indisposable this afternoon, so I'm going to do it on my own and hopefully not bore you all to death. Um, I'm speaking to a microphone. I'm in an empty room uh, with the NFL on the f- TV, so um, if you hear any other noises, it's just the TV. But um, I want to talk about the World of Sports show that was last night on ITV. Um, being a big fan of British wrestling and I travel to shows all the time, I... Uh, it's really interesting to see how they came across with it. Um, we had uh, Grado, who I think was the best person to have out first, um, because he's well known. He's worked for TNA. He works for ICW, which is hugely popular. He's worked for Progress in the past. He's been here, then everywhere, and his character is uh, the lovable babyface. But at the same time, he um, he has such a presence and aura about him and. Um, you don't even have to know who he is, but he comes across as really, really good. Um, and I don't, I mean, one in a hundred people doesn't like Grado for whatever reason, but I'm a huge fan of Grado, so it's really good to see someone like that that's recognisable come out first uh, to wrestle Dave Mastiff. And during the commentary, Alex Shane and Jim Ross both referring to them as uh, Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks. So, um, lots of references during the show to uh, take you back to the World of Sport era 30 years ago. Um, the match was for the World of Sport title, but um, which I thought, if it's only a one-off pilot episode, do they really need to have a title belt straight away? But um, I don't run ITV and I don't run the show, so. but I just think they could have perhaps done a little tournament um, and had that at the end as like the main event but um fair enough it's, it's, it's already had two title holders so it's like the tna grand championship it's uh but overall it was a, a fantastic show um lots of different english guys i mean there is some guys that would have been nice to see on there like will osprey zach saber marty scurrell uh chris brooks trent seven tyler Bate, um travis banks but I think because uh, some of them are under contracts and doing things elsewhere and um, you've got uh, Trent Seven who's just had a recently had a WWE tryout and so did Tyler Bate. It would be nice to have Pete Dunne on there. I'd assume he comes under the same category of just having a WWE tryout. So um, definitely an interesting mix of guys on the show. I mean, it'd be nice in uh, Dean Allmark and uh, Robbie Dynamite on there as well, but um i thought the ladder match was good um came across really well uh there wasn't much uh risks taking as i would have uh liked but i mean i suppose it's they're trying to get a tv deal they're not trying to burn the house down so as such so um i think it's uh i think that was good and it came across well and i'm glad kenny williams won because um He's, he's one of them guys that sort of gets overlooked for a lot of things. And um, I travel to ICW quite a bit. And uh, I was at Fear and Loathing a couple of weeks ago in Glasgow. 
And uh, he comes across as a real star in front of the ICW crowd. And I think uh, anyone really does become a star in front of the ICW crowd. They're so passionate. They love what they see in. If they don't, it's they they tell you adamantly. Um, so they're, they're very much like an old ECW crowd. But um, Kenny Williams, definitely one of the good, good guys of British wrestling. And I really enjoyed his... Um, participation in the match um you had danny hope who since he transferred to the tassel gimmick which i first saw at pcw a year or two ago um i think he's been brilliant he comes across really well everyone seems to love him um so i, I was glad to see him in there cj banks who is the most underrated wrestler on the uk scene or one of um Pound for pound, one of the best wrestlers on the UK scene. And I seriously think he doesn't get enough respect. So hopefully, the World of Sport showcase will get him a, a few more bookings. And, you know, more people get eyes on CJ Banks. I think, again, he's he's one of them ones that's really, really, really good. Um, what was with the match? Um, Sam Bailey, again. Uh, another Northwest stalwart. Um Another good showing, uh, former PCW alumni, now works for TNT um, in Liverpool, who are restarting on February the 25th uh, in Liverpool. Um, cheap little plug for them. Um, but again, th- th- there was a it was a good match, and it came across really well. I'm glad Kenny Williams won in advance the, uh, the, the Battle Royale, as it kept getting referred to, which is fair enough. Um, so you can't really call it a Royal Rumble, because... Uh, you might get a letter from America. But anyway, um, my favourite match of the show was the... Uh, well, I actually had two, because uh, I'm greedy, but I think I'm allowed. Um, it was Mark and Joe Kofi v. the new team of Ashton Smith and Rampage Brown. Now, uh, Rampage Brown, when he does tags, tends to tag with T-Bone more often than not. He has done an uh, PCW in progress. Um... I believe progress. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but I'm sure I saw it somewhere along the lines. Um, and Ashton Smith, um, who who's been around for a while, uh, and he he used to do something else as a bobsled gimmick, a Jamaican bobsled gimmick, way back in the day. I saw him at a tap and tin show for IPW uh, against Corrupt, who uh, who no longer wrestles, I don't think, or is very sporadic in his appearances, but. Um, he he he's another good wrestler. He's another good cruiserweight, and um, he comes across really well. And um, he's another underrated guy. But he's uh, he got picked back up. He he comes from the Midlands and like he works a lot of Midlands shows. But PCW started using him again last year, um, and he seems to have got gradually gradually more and more bookings, which is good to see because um, he's another guy that deserves to be working more places along with CJ Banks. And then you got Rampage Brown who. Uh, Rampage Brown is brilliant. He was under a WWE contract for a while, but um, I think they sort of missed the boat with him there. But he's he's absolutely brilliant, and uh, he can work with anyone and anyone um, on any roster anywhere in the world. But um, Rampage Brown, I really think he could have done better within a singles match. But again, I didn't book the show. But in my opinion, I think he would have done better in a singles match on his own to showcase a bit more because I think there was a bit too much 
shenanigans in the match for him to come across and give his full potential in the match. And on the other side of the ballot, you had uh, the Kofi brothers, who um, who don't actually team that often as uh, anymore. Uh, I think the last time I saw them two tag was a Pro Wrestling Elite show in August 2015. But um, uh, Mark Kofi usually tags with Jackie Polo in Target and ICW. And Joe Kofi, generally a singles wrestler now, uh, was quite disappointed that he didn't come out to uh, Iron Man. But again, I suppose it's copyrights and all the rest of it. And ITV are not going to, if it's only going to be a one-off, they don't want to go pay copyrights for that music. I don't know if they played it for the fans in the arena as such, because um, I think Grado probably came out to uh, Living on a Prayer by Madonna. And they just dubbed it out because he seemed to be doing all the moves that he usually does to that certain song. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll see if I can find someone that was there and ask them. But, um, I really enjoyed the tag match. And, uh, I'm glad the Kofi's won. And I'm glad they had the the war paint, as I call it, on. I think it brings a different uh, concept to the match. Like, I mean, admittedly, it gets all over the opponent's body and stuff. And it gets all over the map, but... Again, that was a good match. And then uh, El Ligero v Zach Gibson was my other favourite match. Um, that was really, really good. I enjoyed that. Um, El Ligero, one of the, again, in the CJ Banks and Sam Bailey category of an Ashton Smith of not being used. Or now El Ligero gets used. I mean, he does like five, six shows a week. He's here, there and everywhere. But he doesn't, he's never had that big outing like he, he progress use him uh rev pro use him sometimes but he, he I, I believe he could probably go further in like uh i know progress took him over to the smash shows back in september but i really feel like there's a lot more they could do with him um i'm surprised wxw haven't picked him up um for like one of their carrots or something so when progress go over in july I'm hoping they take El Liguero, um so the the fans can see that he is a unique athlete. He he is the most hard-working professional wrestler in the UK. He's always here. He's always there. I believe he's on a show today in Prestatin, New Year's Day, Prestatin against Bubblegum. So the dedication to the craft, and I don't know, he just doesn't seem to get the just deserve that he deserves. So hopefully people will see that and see that you know he's really good but him and Zach Gibson they they had a really good match and Zach Gibson another one who uh I believe recently had a WWE tryout excuse me um he he reminds me a bit of Nigel McGuinness as uh he does the Shankly Gates the uh, arm submission but um that's that Nigel was using that for a while before Nigel McGuinness was using that for a while before he retired so I mean um I'm 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 assuming that's where he got that from, but um, it, it, that was another really good match. Showcased both men really well, and then we got onto the uh, battle royal. Now uh, I think Jr. should have been told beforehand who was in the battle royal as the mystery guy because he was uh he was doing his nut because he didn't know who it was. But um, uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. Harry Smith. Uh, great surprise I had a sneaking suspicion he might be in because of his dad's legacy here in the UK and 
Davy Boy Smith Senior wrestled for World of Sport when he was 15 back in the 80s. So there's a long lineage of his family being involved. I mean, Owen Hart wrestled for World of Sport. Um, I think, I believe Bret Hart came here and did some World of Sport stuff as well. Um, so it, it, it was good to see him. And uh, it's a shame that um, Charles Samuels and Johnny Moss eliminated him relatively quickly. But again, if the show did get picked up, it would be nice to see Harry Smith on the show because he's such a pivotal part of and his dad was a pivotal part of British wrestling uh, before he got picked up and went to WWF uh, and WCW and whatever else he got up to so uh, nice to see Grado winning the Battle Royal and then we sort of came full circle to see Grado v Dave Mastiff again for the world title or the world of sport title and uh, a different match because he, he had the leg to work on. But um, really, really good. The crowd got behind Grado. Y you know, there was a firm like, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? Um, and the crowd really got behind Grado, um, which is good. Um, again, if it gets picked up, you've already got some uh, good guys and bad guys established. So, uh, well played to everyone that was involved on the world of sports show um the, the few minuses i would take away from it was um there was quite a few shots of the crowd and i mean i understand that like uh they're a pivotal part and i mean if there wasn't a crowd there wouldn't be a show but i don't think we need to see the same set of fans every time um being shown um so that, that that's one criticism and also the ring announcer i mean um, what it could have done with, and um, in my opinion, is to have uh, Simon Cassidy from ICW or Jim Smallman from Progress or, I don't know, someone with a bit more knowledge of the wrestlers because they, um, they, they didn't seem to enhance their gimmick and character. I mean, I've always, like, uh, through the years, when, like, you hear a certain theme music... You, you know who's coming through the curtain, like with Big Daddy, with um, Bret Hart, with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, you know, when Will Ospreay comes out, he usually comes out to ACDC. Mike Skull's got his theme music. Shah's got his. I mean, you know, since that thing hit, but they didn't have that on the World of Sport thing because they couldn't have their own theme music. So that sort of took away from a bit of it straight away. But then to have the ring announcer, I mean, I'm not ragging on the ring announcer. He did a wonderful job. He didn't get anything wrong, but it just, I feel he could have enhanced their, the, enhanced their character a bit further with them on the way to the ring, because it, the match doesn't start when the bell rings. In my opinion, the match starts as soon as that music hits. You know who's good guy, you know who's bad guy, you know who's coming through that curtain. And I, I feel that it just lost a bit with the ring announcer. And just some with a bit more... Um, knowledge of the product or knowledge of the uk scene but um overall brilliant like um the other thing is that alex shane and jr worked really well together that that said they worked so well like um alex shane uh a legend of the british scene uh my friend jamie taylor we went to swanley once and uh, as soon as alex shane came out we nearly fell through a table because we were sat on a table at the back of the hall. Uh, this is for 
their their tournament they used to hold back in February 2009. And uh, we went all the way to Swanley for this IPW show. And my friend Jamie, uh, he, he was really excited to see Alex Shane because he was a huge FWA fan. He'd watched it. He'd got all the tapes and the DVDs. Um, so he was really psyched to see Alex Shane, whereas I'd seen him quite a few times. And, you know, they're, they're, everyone has their own opinion of Alex Shane. And for the most part, he's never done any wrong by me. So I, he's a nice enough fella. But the, the, you do hear some crackpot things about Alex Shane. But my, my mate Jamie, as soon as he came out, he, he was so excited to see him. And um, I think Alex Shane did a really good job with JR last night. Good to see JR. Um, he he knew his stuff about everybody in the match, the matches, um, which is really good because you've got to think the guy has been a commentator for 50 years plus probably, um, and he's seen a lot of guys. I mean, he he used to commentate in Texas, Oklahoma. He worked for WCW. He worked for WWE. He does UFC and boxing on the Fight Network sometimes. So he he's probably got a lot of um, knowledge rattling around in his head. But he was on point with everybody in the UK scene. He knew everyone was. He he he, and he also seemed to make a point of if um, he didn't know who they was. So Alex Shane filled in bits, and uh, I think the commentary team was absolutely brilliant. So if it does get picked up and it's feasible, Jr. and Alex Shane as a commentary team would be really good. Uh, Chris Roberts and Steve Linsky definitely should have been the refs. Um, both did an excellent job. Um, huge fan of both. Steve Linsky. Um, I used to be neighbours with Steve Linsky, actually. Um, been on the UK scene for years. Wrestled for a while. Uh, then came like the head referee of the UK scene. Uh, ties with TNA and all the rest of it. So it's good to see him on there. And of course, Chris Roberts, who works for everyone. I think I see him some some weekends more than I see my own family up there reffing in the ring and things like that. So it's really, it was a, it was really well to put together show uh, with a few bits, but I mean, it wasn't going to be perfect straight off the bat, but as a, as a avid fan who travels here, there, everywhere, um, just to see British wrestling, it, it was a good showing and I was thoroughly entertained by it. And uh, if it does get picked up, I'd love to go to one of their shows um, just to catch the atmosphere but um, when they queued up at the ITV studios in Manchester uh, I believe they turned away about 800 to 1000 people uh, after they'd let everyone in so it might be a problem getting tickets but um, you never know you know it might become a pay ticket thing it was like trying to get into a PWG or a progress show unless you were there in the first five minutes I don't think you were getting in because uh, Progress and PWG sell out pretty much straight away. So uh, I thought it was a good outing. Um, loved loved it all. Loved the production values. Um, I didn't really need to see the crowd that much. But I've already uh, spoke about that. Um, so after the show, I was chatting to my friends, uh, Barry and Jamie, during the show. Uh, my friend Jamie said it was really good. Um, he'd like to see him get a TV deal. Barry the same. Barry was... Uh, I've brought up some of his points as my own. But... Um, he also... Uh, he, too many shots of the crowd. Um, he agreed with me about the ring announcer to a certain extent. But at the end of the day, he's... 
he's only the ring announcer and I kind of see his point. But um, I was talking to some friends who are just WWE fans and uh, one friend said him and his son loved it and would love to see it more on the TV, which is great because, you know, it's great. If the more casual fans you get to see the English scene, the better is the English scene and it keeps going bigger, bigger and bigger, which is great um, as long as I can get a ticket to the show. But um, uh, one other friend, as I do exclamation marks, he um he said if they needed if they were going to get a TV deal they need bigger names. Uh, when pressed for what he meant by that, he meant that he they they needed names that he knew. Well, he only watches WWE, and as everyone knows, WWE don't let their talent out. Finn Balor going to ICW and OTT in Dublin is a totally one-off thing. I think. Um, I think ICW only ended up with Balor because Mick Foley couldn't make it and Balor has ties to ICW already and I think OTT only got Finn Balor because well he was probably home visiting for Christmas whatever else but I'm, I may be totally wrong again this is just my opinion but um, when he said that I was like well when you first start watching wrestling you don't know who anyone is you may know who John Cena is you may know who Triple H is, you may know who Hulk Hogan is, but for the majority of the card, you don't know who anyone is. So, for going further forward with the conversation, I was explaining this to him, and he said, well, English wrestling isn't very big, and I was explaining to him how all the promotions are coming up. I mean, I could sit here and list off about 20 promotions that all draw big crowds, most of them have got on demand, or at least DVD sales. I mean, who hasn't these days anyway? But, I mean, you've got PCW who are running the Chris Travis Memorial Trophy in the end of uh, February. You've got Rev Pro. You've got Progress. Uh, you've got Southside. So, I mean, that's just to name a few. You've got ICW in Scotland, OTT in Ireland. There's just so much option for UK fans. When it, whereas 10 years ago, you had 3CW up in Middlesbrough. You had 1PW. <laughs> well, kind of had 1PW. I think we were just in the Muta phase where Gauntly shut down because he couldn't afford him or whatever the the excuse was. Um, and you had IPW. Uh, that, that was pretty much it, apart from All-Star, who was running everywhere. And over the years, we've gained so many promotions... And everyone is, they're not trying to step on anyone's toes. And, it, and it's all working really nicely. And I, I'm, I really enjoy the fact that there's all these different promotions, all these different parts of the country. I mean, my friend uh, Jamie lives down in the West Country. They've got quite a big scene now. They've got Chaos, 4FW, uh, CSF. You've got the Midlands with Kamikaze, Fight Club Pro, uh, Attack, who also run Cardiff. You've got all these different promotions dotted around the country. And for when people say to me, oh, well, there's not much of a scene, that's because they haven't bothered to look and do the research. I mean, if you if you, if you you like your wrestling, you want to go to as much as possible, or at least see as much as possible. Um, whereas some people, if it's not in front of them on their TV, then they don't bother to look for it. And, and I, that kind of frustrates me in a way um, for when people say that. But again... 
it's not everyone's cup of tea. Not everyone is up for sleep on an airport floors like myself. Uh, not everyone's up for sleeping in a McDonald's as one of my friends did in Sheffield once, uh, which was quite an interesting story. Um, but I've uh, I've spent weekends where I've uh, about four years ago. I travelled to uh, Wolverhampton for Fight Club Pro. Uh, after their show, I got straight on a uh, Nas- National Express bus and went to Stansted Airport and flew to Dusseldorf, Weezer uh, and got on a bus and went to WXW's uh, anniversary show, uh, which would have been number 12, I believe. And then after that show, I got back on a bus and... Uh, Sorry, no, I got back on a train back to Dusseldorf Wee's airport and slept on the floor there again. Uh, flew out the next morning at six o'clock back to Stansted, got a train into London, uh, got on a train from London to Preston and did the afternoon show. I got there for 12 o'clock, did the afternoon show and the evening show and then got on another coach after that show, came back down to London and then came home. I didn't have a hotel the whole weekend. Um, I just slept on floors. Uh, I slept in my mate's hotel room. I can't remember where that was. I think that might have been Wolverhampton. But um, not everyone is that mad. Um, I am. Uh, if I can't get home from a show in London, I've been known to sleep at Gatwick Airport. Um, if I can't get home from a show and I'm near a friend's house, I've been known to sleep on a couch or a floor. I mean, it, it's not for everyone, but... When people say to me, oh, there's not much options in the UK scene, I'm sorry, but (laughs) you're not looking hard enough. And you need to, before you say things like that, get out there. So I I told my friend uh, all this and he went and researched some of the local promotions because where I am, we've got RevPro that run in Portsmouth at the Guildhall. We've got uh, Premier, who is an old school kind of world of sport promoter who runs Bournemouth and Worthing. We've got EWW down in Hastings. Um, IPW, which is not really that close to me, but it's Tunbridge. It's only about an hour or so up the road. Uh, we've got RevPro that runs Sittingbourne, obviously. And there's London. I mean, when the trains are running, and I won't get into the Southern Railway, but we're not far from London. And then you've got Progress, RevPro. ICW when they run this way. ICW runs Southampton once or twice a year. Uh, um, so there's options within two hours of us and and loads of options. I mean, Bristol and the West Country is not that far. Um, Wolverhampton is only three and a half hours and you've got Fight Club, Kamikaze and all them promotions that way so I mean for someone to say there's not much of a scene here in the UK is a bit of a dozy thing to say uh, especially to me who does probably 50 or 60 shows a year um, I did all the five star wrestling shows last year and then did Rev Pro on the way home but um, again not everyone is that mad but you know each to their own you only get to live once so get out there and do what you can but um, but there you go. I mean that that is how it how that's how it is. So um, I was uh, reading earlier, um, and I see that the wrestling drew 1.25 million viewers on ITV last night, which comparative to what else was on the channels, 
at the same time on the BBC and Channel 5 and Channel 4 is really good. It came in sort of in the middle of the five. Um, but the unfortunate thing is, once the news had finished before World of Sports started, um, one million viewers switched off, which is a real shame. So I, I'm, I'm, I wonder, and I was having this discussion with Barry earlier, if people thought, oh, it's probably going to be like Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks, and everyone turned off because they didn't want to watch it, or with there being a more prevalent on-demand service by pretty much nearly every channel, whether people whether that number will go up with people who watch it on demand. So hopefully it, it comes out at about one and a half, two million people that watched it, because it was a thoroughly entertaining show. Um, and I think, in my opinion, if I was working for ITV or whatever, I would give them at least six shows to see what they can draw out. But if they are going to have their own show, they can need a bigger roster because as good as the, all them guys they used last night, they just need a few more just to tick it over so we don't see all the same guys every week. Cause, I mean, last night we saw Grado three times and all the cutaway scenes were to backstage where it was either Mastiff or Grado. And it, that's fair enough. If that's what they're trying to base it around, you do need to see them more, but like you don't need to see them that many times in a two-hour time span so that that's fair enough so um all in all i really enjoyed the show uh probably going to watch it again later just to so i can stop and pause it and watch certain bits but um no i i, I really hope they get a tv deal but um moving forward um this week we've got wcpw in liverpool and manchester newcastle um, I believe both of their, sh I believe the Manchester show, um, sorry, the Liverpool show is on YouTube from half past seven. I'll put the link up on there. Views from behind the barrier, the Facebook page, but um, so everyone can watch, and then perhaps we can all have a discussion next Sunday, which I believe is when we're going to be recording another one of these podcasts. And hopefully, it won't be just me waffling into a mic for half an hour. But um, we'll see who I can get on. Um, I have spoke to a few people. So hopefully it won't just be me and Barry every week. It'll be me and someone else. Or I'll try and get two other people on so I don't have to be on here all the time. Or We'll see how it goes. It's just uh, it's just a bit of fun for me and my friends to give our opinions. Because some of them I don't get to see. So they can call me up on the phone. We can record one of these. Have a chat. Have a catch up. And hopefully everyone enjoys it. But um. But um, there, there is a lot of uh, British wrestling coming up soon. We've got the WWE tournament in a couple of weeks in this country. We've got RevPro running York Hall with Shibata v Matthew Riddle. Personally, cannot wait to see that. The day after that, I'm going to CSF in Bath, which has Cody Rose and Doug Williams. And the same day, I'm after the CSF show, I'm going to 4FW for Doug Williams and Cody Rose again, but not in the same matches. Um, then the week after that, we've got WXW from Germany, who I'm a huge fan of. I've been to like five or six carrots. Love WXW. And they're bringing over Jan Simmons, who, if you're going to follow this podcast, is probably going to get mentioned more often than not, because huge fan. His entrance is Sandman length-esque, and it goes on for absolutely ages, but the guy can work the entrance from start to finish, and it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, and we've got progress at the end of the month in Camden. So 
there's enough wrestling to be going on with this month. I know there's, there's so much coming up at the next few months. We've got uh, Kota Ibushi coming to the country for XWA in March. Uh, XWATickets.com for that. They're running 11th of March in the Colchester Charter Hall. Um, and the 12th of March at the Resistance Gallery in London. And then uh, Pentagon Junior, who's coming over for the Chris Travis Memorial Trophy in Preston on the 25th and 26th, the last weekend in February. That should be a real good show. And a good tribute to Chris Travis, who helped put PCW on the map, I feel. And also on that show, the man that was on one of the first PCW show, Colt Cabana, and Montel Vontavious Porter, MVP. So it's a stacked lineup, and uh, if it's anything like last year's, that'll definitely be worth attending. Um, and then moving forward, Pentagon's here again on the 14th, 15th, and 16th of April Fight Club Pro in Wolverhampton, Manchester, and London, respectively. There's so many shows coming up. Um, personally, I'm going to WrestleMania this year. Uh, I'm down to do all the WrestleCon stuff. And if there's anything else get announced, I'll be at that too. I've got a WrestleMania ticket. Um, but I didn't get a Raw ticket because it was an absolute kerfuffle with Ticketmaster. But I'm not too fast. Uh, it means I can go shopping. So it's all good. Um, but th there's so much wrestling coming up the next few months. Um, I'm down to do quite a bit. Um, I try to get to as much as possible. But uh, I'm going to OTT in Dublin uh, next month. Uh, for the first time looking forward to that uh i've got my friends over there uh johnny alan and sarah um hopefully to have a catch up with them uh they've got matt riddle v pete dunn which is going to be an absolute stormer uh huge fan of matt riddle i'm not uh i'm, I'm quite a fan of pete dunn I'm, I'm not the biggest pete dunn fan but like they are so that's fine um can't like everyone uh if we did it'd be a bit of a weird world but, um, yeah, so loads of British wrestling. Um, I'm going to try and do uh, one of these with someone every week or try and get one out there every week. I've got Alex. She doesn't mind doing this for me every day, so that's cool. Um, I hope to do one with Barry tomorrow where we are going to talk a few bits and pieces. But um, the Facebook page is Views from Behind the Barrier. We're going to... We'll put some stuff up. We'll try and chat and interact. Um, tell your friends. Get get a few likes on the page. This is not a serious. It's a it's a labour of love by myself. Uh, me and my friends to have a good time, have a chat, catch up, talk wrestling. Hopefully, get more people on here when they've heard it. Uh, just to talk wrestling because at the end of the day, uh, wrestling is a great getaway from life. People use it for different things. <coughs> sorry um so just just if you want to come on the show and talk a show talk about a show you've been to feel free just contact the page and we'll get you on some way i mean i'll ring you up or we'll get you on the facebook or um whatever whatever you want um or if you just want to write in with a comment or an email and tell me how bad i am that's fine too uh, i can take criticism it's fine but <laughs> if you'd have heard the one we recorded earlier that was an absolute stormer so hopefully we'll try and bang one out tomorrow. Uh, we'd, these were always recorded live. That's the problem. <laughs> um, but we shall uh, endeavour to make these as interesting as possible. We'll try and keep you entertained. Um, 
I'm going to try uh, to sort something out towards the end of the month because there's quite a few friends going to the WXW show in London. Whether we can get a big group of us together and just do a big group chat and uh, tell some stories um, and see where that goes. But um, I think you've had enough of me. It's been 37 minutes. Um, go and support British wrestling. Go and support wrestling. Buy a shirt. Don't don't try and illegally download things. If you do that and you tell me, you will get a 20-minute lecture. I do not like that. Watch um, WCPW on Thursday night from the Liverpool Olympia. I'll be there in person. But if you watch it live on the YouTube or you go to the show, hit me up. We'll, we'll talk. I mean, if you're at the show, come up, say hi. And if you want to come on the show and talk about it, that's cool. We'll do it there and then. I've got a thing on my phone. Um, if you want to come on at a later date and do it, that's cool. But um, we're going to try and make this as interactive and as fun as possible. So Views from Behind the Barrier on Facebook. We're on iTunes under the same thing. Uh, SoundCloud is the same thing. Um, like the page. Tell a friend. Uh, I'll try not to steal Zack Ryder's thing on the way out here. But um, thank you for listening. Sorry it's just me on my own. But um, not everything in life is perfect. But when I, you know, we'll get there one one week at a time. But for now, thank you very much for listening. For for uh, to from me, Tom Limbry, and from Alex, who has now got to edit this, uh, and she doesn't look very happy. So um, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. And if you got this far, very well done. Um, I owe you a biscuit, and I'll uh, I'll I'll talk to you soon.